Well, hello, hello, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Buddhist Biohacker. My name is Lisa. As always, I am your host and your mystic guide. And we are back today. I missed everybody so much from last week, and we are back with a brand new guest. So I would like to welcome with us Danae McKitten. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lisa. It's a pleasure to be here and spending the afternoon with you and chatting about brain health and mental wellness. Oh, I'm so excited about this conversation and really excited to get to know you and to share you with the audience. And for everybody who's joining in the live, as always, please share where you're from. We love that in the chat. Also, share your questions and your comments. And you know, I usually do one word about how you're feeling, but how about we do one word about how your month has gone so far? Because April's almost over. Geez, already. <laughs> it's Incredible. almost May. I know. It's so fast. <laughs> this time compression is just crazy. So yeah. anyway, so just tell us how your month's been going. That's what I want to hear today. But Danae, I want to start out first by having you dive right into your story. I want to hear... Your story, because it's, I mean, I did some reading about it and everything, and I'm just really excited for you to share your experiences. Well, thank you, Lisa. My, my journey into brain health actually began with my daughter. I have a healthcare background in preventative dentistry. And um, I was injured in an automobile accident when I was four months pregnant with her. And as a result we noticed um, she would have kind of these daydreaming episodes um, when she was around two years old. And at five years old, I knew she had ended up having a seizure because she walked into our wall oven in our home. And uh, through that process of um, her being diagnosed with epilepsy at the age of five, having petty mal seizures, uh, a number of the drugs that are used for controlling seizures in, in children and adults are the actual antipsychotic drugs that they use in mental health for uh, individuals diagnosed with bipolar or schizophrenia. Well, I had been trained through university education and my healthcare background in pharma pharmacological studies had no idea the impact that medication or drugs had on individuals until I experienced it through my daughter. The first medication that they used um, made her psychotic. Um, I had this happy-go-lucky five-year-old child that just was on top of the world every day and uh, would have moods that were up and down and all over the place. So hence, going forward, it was trial and error. That's how pharma pharmaceutical drugs are administered. Trial and error, the third medication had the least amount of side effects to manage her seizures and, um, you know, so that she could get on with normal daily living. So after that, um, I had worked with the Epilepsy Association and I'd always, I was different from the day I was born. I always looked into things more thoroughly. There's got to be a better pathway, a better way to do things. And um, I've always looked at the holistic approach or the integrative health approach. And uh, so at age 12, my daughter still has abnormal brainwave activity, but she's off all pharmaceutical medications. So wow. that's where my journey began in, in, um, in brain health. 
And then for my own personal journey, I had my first spiritual emergency at the age of 40. Uh, I had a number of circumstances that happened in my life. I went through a um, divorce after 16 years of marriage. I had sustained a concussion playing women's hockey. I played women's hockey in Calgary, Alberta. And um, I had a, a, a colleague in my professional association that challenged my uh, license to practice. And I claimed personal bankruptcy through the process of my um, of my divorce, all in the span of less than six months. Holy so God. hence, <laughs> hence <laughs> I had a breakdown yeah, <laughs> or a psychosis okay. or a spiritual emergency. Um, as our our culture here in, in in on the in the Western world is the only culture in the world that looks at a psychosis as pathology. All the other countries in the world, if you were to have a psychological breakdown or psychosis, they view it as a gift that, and you're taken aside and mentored by um, the elder or the spiritual shaman of that culture or community, because one day you're sensitivities and, and gifts can be used in order to help your community or your tribe. So it's very interesting in the different perspective. And there's an excellent documentary um, that was put together by, uh, by Phil Borges. It's a movie documentary called Crazy Wise. And um, he goes through all this cultural experience and, and cultural uh, differences between the Western world and, um, and the other areas around the world. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think what you're bringing up is really valuable um, and interesting, timely too, because I'm writing an article right now for my blog about spiritual schizophrenia, because you know, when you experience any kind of awakening or shift, just like the the archetype of the tower card in the tarot, you go through this collapse process and it can create this feeling of being crazy or like you said, experiencing some kind of psychosis, right? Because you're going through this powerful experience and you know, I got to be careful with what I say on YouTube, but medicating that experience doesn't necessarily bring you through the experience or allow you to create expansion from the experience that oftentimes can mute it and mute the, the inner work that needs to get done. So what you're bringing up is really important. Exactly. And, and through my experience, you know, being hospitalized uh, a number of times through that process, that's exactly what um, the, the Western world does is they believe that there's no cure for you. You have a, a chemical instability. There's something chemically going on in your brain. There's no cure. You're going to be on this medication for a lifetime. Well, it was my experience with my first um, spiritual emergency or breakdown uh, that uh, that I was placed on a medication that actually one of my daughter was placed on, and uh, she had really bad side effects. the The side effects that I experienced were after being about six months on, it totally flatlines you. You have no feelings, happy or sad. 
it just what I call flatlining. It's like you're dead. (laughs) And so that's not healthy in my opinion either. And so it was through that process of my own personal experience and my experience in, I call it psychiatric hotel to (laughs) make a joke (laughs) out of it, but it's definitely not a nice hotel (laughs) to, to be in. But, uh, you know, I, I, I searched for better, better ways, you know, why, why is this happening to me? What's going on? And through that process, I discovered the works of uh, an amazing, amazing scientist and an amazing um, brain health doctors and scientists from around the world that mentored me in this area of um, and using a uh, nutrient approach to um, balancing or balancing your biochemistry, but allowing them to work optimally. Uh, We're born uh, at conception, our biochemistry is determined for our lifetime, believe it or not. And uh, some of the deficiencies that we have in certain nutrients or overloads in, in other things can have a huge impact on our mental health and our and behavioral health. So that's that's kind of where my research began with regards to um, this journey and adventure that I've been taking in in brain health and mental wellness. Yeah, well, and that that's a great segue because my next question is about the steps. But before I do, just welcome to everybody who's joining in. Um, Tracy is sharing. She said this month for her has been mind blowing, which is <laughs> cool to hear. Um, but all of you who are joining in the live, we'd love to hear how your month is going. And if you have questions for Danae or myself throughout, um, just let us know. But yeah, Danae, I think, oh, and Mark's um, sharing. He said um, for the month, um, for him, it's about learning and growth. Um, so welcome in. And we've got someone from Alberta, Canada. So another Canadian. I love it. So welcome <laughs> all the Northern people. Um, so yeah, so my next question for you, Danae, is like, what were the steps like i'm always curious how people get how you're led to the healing you know through the natural process when you start you know in a different process so what were your steps to coming out of that you know with your daughter and with yourself well i had a girlfriend um when i opened up my wellness center in my hometown of rawson and trail british columbia i had a girlfriend of mine i i have well Let's go back a little bit first. With my daughter, because of the impact that the uh, pharmaceutical medications had on her to control her seizures, um, I, I researched. That's what I do. That's what I've done in my whole professional career. And I found out about the works of Dr. Daniel Amen, who's the brain doctor on PBS very well known and I've spent time with with Dr. Eamon and training and things like that. Uh, He uses SPECT imaging to determine uh, what areas of the brain um, are working properly or not working properly. So through contrast dye that's injected into your arm, it's a um, single computed emission uh, proton uh, tomography. That's what that does. And it's a little bit of an expensive process. Um, I've gone through it. I've had it done myself because of my brain concussions that I had done with with hockey. But uh, that's where my research initially began. Fast forward to about 2008 or nine, 
I had a girlfriend whose daughter was diagnosed with um, with schizophrenia. And as a result, she had again delved in the research to find out a more holistic approach to helping her daughter and found out about the works of Dr. Um, Dr. Walsh out of Chicago. And uh, she shared with me that information and just phoned him up out of the blue. He was the most personalized, most compassionate human being that you could ever imagine on the planet and uh, talked to her. And as a result, through our collaboration, I decided to, because I used to bring in speakers from around the world um, to come and speak and put on seminars at my wellness center. And so I brought Dr. Walsh in to speak on this. And as a result, there was a medical doctor in Castlegar, British Columbia, which is just about 20 minutes from my hometown, that became uh, trained in uh, advanced nutrient therapy by Dr. Walsh. She went down for additional training in, I believe, North Carolina or something Dr. Walsh had, uh, had training. And so that's how kind of my journey all started, just, um, you know, just reaching out and uh, bringing in these individuals and learning as much as I could from them about a more holistic uh, natural approach to healing for brain health, mental wellness, and addictions. That's amazing. What um, are some of the, like, are there any specific steps that you took or are still taking? Like, what are some of the things that you do? I, you know, to give some context, I um, have had a lot of neurological issues in my own journey, a lot of it coming from my own genetic structure, having challenges with things like mold and and different things. And um, so I've also been on this interesting journey. And so I love Dr. Terry Walls, who, of course, created the Walls Protocol and talks about healing the brain and getting herself, you know, out of a zero gravity chair as an MS diagnosis um, out into the world doing what she does every day. So I'm curious what your steps are for healing. Well, they're pretty simple. I mean, I that's in in my journey through getting this program and having this program at my wellness center, I, I acted as kind of the education individual in Canada, because none of this is available in Canada whatsoever. And um, I brought in I worked with DHA laboratories, uh, one of the laboratories that Dan Hansen uh, runs in Chicago that uh, Dr. Walsh worked directly with. And I brought the lab portion to my wellness center to be able to um, do the blood and urine testing that's necessary in order to uh, put forth, the physician can put forth prescribed nutrient therapy uh, for that individual. So that was, that was a labor of love because I tell you what I had, what I went through was incredible. I, I, I hired a phlebotomist to come in and do the blood draws and we did the urine samples. And in rural BC, anyways, you can't get dry ice and all these samples have to be shipped on dry ice. Oh, so wow. after we had done the draws, I then had to drive an hour to Nelson, British Columbia to pick up dry ice, bring it back get my samples on dry ice. And then because we lived only like 10 minutes from the Canada US border, I would then drive these samples an hour across the border to Colville, Washington to ship them out overnight to the Chicago lab. So it was quite, it was quite the process. 
God, and I was the guinea pig in, in doing all this stuff. So, but it worked very successfully. We had people coming from all over Western Canada uh, to my wellness center uh, for testing. And I worked with, um, like I said, a local physician that um, just did wonders in, in helping individuals, individuals diagnosed with schizophrenia, with uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, with um, a severe postpartum depression. So it pretty much involves, that's, that's one piece of the puzzle. I mean, there's a whole process with regards to, you know, cognitive therapy, spiritual work and things like that for complete healing and recovery. But once you get uh, your brain functioning to its optimal level, determining what nutrients um, you're lacking or what nutrients you have too much in your system. It just, you know, within probably two weeks to six months, sometimes a little longer for individual cases, they're a little bit more complex, complete, yeah, resolution of the, the condition. And, and most often, wow. most often people can even come uh, or wean slowly off uh, their their prescription medications with the assistance of the consulting physician. That's incredible. Yeah. What have you noticed? What are the similarities when it comes to nutrients? Like, are there things that it's kind of, are there any patterns? For, well, there's like, when Dr. Walsh was doing his research, he actually studied, um, he went into the prison system in Chicago and studied um, the individuals in the uh, hardcore prison system, really bad behavior disorders mm. and wanted to know why they were like that. So that's initially how he started his research. And he would work, he had worked with uh, Dr. Carl Pfeiffer who's very well known around the world for his research in um, schizophrenia and pyro disorder with regards to individuals who have been diagnosed to, with schizophrenia. So um, that's how initially Dr. Walsh started his work and found out over time that these individuals that uh, were in the prison system, they would do really good for a period of maybe five years after they would be released. And then what they would fall back and be jailed again. So what he discovered is the best approach was to work with children. Um, because a lot of a lot of the individuals apparently in the in the prison system were actually from amazingly um, grounded, sound, um, productive families. And um, they just uh, mothers would often say that they had this one child that was just different from all the rest of the, her children. And so um, then Dr. Walsh started doing research and studies in, in children in assisting them with their uh, mental health issues or behavioral disorders. And lo and behold, some incredible results. I mean, he has blood and urine samples from over 30,000 uh, individuals that he's tested. He's been doing this for over 30 years. When I, when he came and spoke at the wellness center in, uh, in Rosland, uh, he was in his late eighties oh, wow. <laughs> and he's still going strong. That's what's wow, incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's what's incredible. I mean, he's still teaching. His goal is to teach 1500 physicians around the world before he retires. 
Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So I want to talk a little bit, you, you know, you talked about, you know, the spiritual process of healing. And so tell us a little bit about what some of those aspects or processes are around the spiritual piece. Well, that's one area. My my background has been so science based my whole life, and in the in the dental dental profession and things like that, I've I've had a huge affinity for research. That I've always I knew I was always different uh, ever since I was born, and I knew I had that spiritual connection. But it's really been only probably in the last 10 years that I've really embarked upon my spiritual journey and my healing gifts um, and things like that. One of my goals at this point in time, um, since, you know, I kind of feel like I've, I have that package of my science for assisting individuals with uh, brain health and mental wellness, I'm now embarking on my spiritual journey and uh, I've put out to the universe there um, to bring a mentor shaman into my life because I I know I've been called spiritually to be a shaman. And um, so I've just uh, I've just been doing some initiation um, rituals at this moment and uh, just waiting for that teacher to appear. Oh, I love it so much. Well, and you know, the thing about shamanism is it's all those who are called to shamanism have been through trauma. I mean, that's really, and trauma births the shaman, you know, and I think that that's so powerful. And, and there's always that moment, that moment in, in the trauma where you know that your life's going to be different. Do you have a moment that you can think of that was like that moment where you knew that life would never be the same again in a good way? In a good way, I would I would say probably my first spiritual emergency. Yeah, I knew that that I was stepping into a different dimension at that point in time. I didn't know where it was going to take me. Um, and I didn't know my journey would lead me down this pathway. I mean, at 13 years of age, I wanted to be a dental hygienist. I mean, my dad, I grew up in a dental family. My dad was a medical doctor, dentist, and I wanted to be a hygienist. That's the way I was, what I was going to be until I retired. And never did I think that I would embark on um, my journey with regards to brain health and mental wellness. But um, having the experience that, uh, that I have had, uh, starting with my daughter and then, of course, my son, uh, you know, uh, was a fentanyl addict as well. About five years ago, he announced that. And I tell you, my experience was nothing compared to what I experienced emotionally when he announced that to me as a mother. Um, that's when I truly turned inward uh, to do my own healing journey um, through that process because you're at a total loss, there's nothing you can do. And um, just sorting out, you know, what what is tough love? Like, like, how do you administer? Like, what's the practical steps that you go forward with? How do you how do you how do you do t- tough love with your son? And uh, I really delved into Dr. Gabor Mate's work and his videos. And I had been to a number of his lectures um, in Brossland and the lower mainland in Vancouver, BC. But um, yeah, that's when my my inner work really began was probably five years ago when my son had uh, shared that with me. 
Yeah. 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 What, what were some of your, when you went to dive in, cause I think that's, you know, as you know, that's a lot of what we do here on Buddhist Biohackers, <laughs> dive in. What did that look like for you? Did you get out a journal? Did you find some books? Did you, what, what was that process like for you diving in? Diving into that whole process, actually, you know, it, it, it was very interesting because not only am I a mental health warrior, I'm also a cancer warrior. I was diagnosed a couple of years ago with breast cancer. And so it's the first time in my life since I was 13 that I was off from work and I didn't work. Mm. <laughs> so I had a lot of time to do a lot of reading um, and with the current health situation that's going on worldwide at the moment. Um, that's how I found you <laughs> and, and started watching a lot of different uh, spiritual gurus uh, on YouTube and, and had the time to, to watch that, uh, delve in, read, journal. Uh, I love to dance. I, I do a lot of dancing and, and uh, yeah, so, my journey's just beginning, I feel, in that area of my life. And uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to the opportunities that it presents to me when, um, as, I, as I go through this adventure. It's, it's another adventure that uh, my life is, is just taking another turning point at 61 years. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how many awakenings and new beginnings we can have in one lifetime, isn't it? Oh, incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know, you think you're getting ready to retire and oh no, spirit has another plan for you. So <laughs> it totally does. <laughs> so oh. true. So, so true. Yeah. But you know, the, the, the stuff that keeps me going is when you see um, individuals heal um, through this process, you know, um, when young people are people of all ages say, you know, it's really not your fault. And you're not a bad kid. And, um, you know, there's something going on that can be helped. And so I, I, I think that gives individuals such hope and, and healing in that process. Because when it comes to conventional medicine, I, I, I don't think they give you um, kind of that treatment plan or, you know, or, or journey that, uh, you know, you're, you're given more of the negative side, there's no cure, you're this way for life, you know, and, uh, and especially individuals recognizing that there is, you know, for for complete healing, the mind, body, spirit, there is that spiritual connection. And um, you are going through um, an awakening process. And, and, and just how to bring that into perspective, and ground yourself in that. And uh, that's what I think is, is super, super important is just mm -hmm. keeping yourself grounded in that. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, knowing that the universe has a has, has a greater plan for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and I think there's so much power in understanding that um, we have control is definitely not the right word, but we have this ability to transform our molecular structures. Like, we do not have to accept our body the way it is. And so the research and the work that you're doing around brain health and mental wellness is so 
powerful and I've lived it with my neurological symptom. Like I was told I was going to have these issues and they're gone. I have no neurological symptoms. And it all came through the process of my changing my diet and really understanding the body, hence the Buddhist biohacker, right? Like biohacking. And, you know, it's funny, Danae, because what I keep hearing from spirit is we're not biohackers. It's, it's biotransformation. Mm -hmm. It's not hacking the system. It's transforming it. Transforming it. And that, oh, and I get goosebumps because that is the work. That is the work of the future. That is the work of my Institute AI. That is the work of what you're doing with your research and your clinic is teaching people that you actually have the power to transform yourself at a cellular level. And it is spiritual because consciousness impacts those cells. You know, what do you want to say about that? Because I'm sure you have a lot to say because you've been on this journey. Like, I want to hear what you have to say. So what you're saying is so, so true. Even, even when I began my professional journey and my studies, I always knew that our bodies could heal themselves under the right conditions. Let's get them under the right conditions to heal. And whatever modality that will be, you know, just don't limit yourself. Keep an open mind because there's always something new on the horizon that's coming down. But I always look at, um, you know, the the medical model is, is, is do no harm, right? So let's find approaches that uh, will benefit, benefit our bodies in order to do that transformative change in them um, for, for healing. And especially come when it comes to brain health. I mean, there's more neurons and neural connections in your brain than there are stars in the universe. That just blows my mind thinking of that concept, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and uh, you do have the ability uh, to heal yourself. Yeah, just keep an open mind. Um, you know, do your due diligence, research, reach out. I mean, that's, that's why I came out of semi-retirement over this past year. I saw the exponential rise in, in addictions and uh, mental health issues and uh, suicides. It just, it broke my heart to see what was going on around the world. And so I, I came out of semi-retirement, started my company again, and, um, Hopefully I can be here to assist individuals that want to, uh, to go on that journey of, of healing and, uh, and recovery. There's just, there's just so much hope on the horizon for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, hope and support. I mean, there's real science and support, yeah. you know, that's out there to help you transform the challenges that you have, you know, it's really, I always think of it and this is part of, you know, the spiritual component, but I always think, you know, we kind of crash land into these bodies from these star systems. And it, it's a little awkward for some of us to be here. And that manifests in these, these very physical, real experiences that we have, you know, and 
being able to come through that and understand how to heal yourself and how to step into a space to do what you came here to do, because everyone came here with these magical gifts. And I love what everybody's sharing here. Joanne says she's finding this very interesting. So welcome in Joanne and welcome to Buddhist biohacker. And Tracy is saying you are so strong, Danae. So oh, glad you're sharing. You. I would love to speak with you offline. Thank you for the support, reassurance and research you're providing for us. So thank you, mm -hmm. Tracy. And thank you to everybody who's listening. And Awesome. Um, yeah, it's just so powerful. So tell us a little bit about what you are doing and what you're offering since you've come back out into the world. What are you doing? <laughs> well, let me, let me share with you what uh, conventional medicine labels me. Conventional medicine in psychiatry labels me bipolar, but I've had many different labels uh, throughout that process mm -hmm. at, since age 40. Um, depending on the flavor of the day of that psychiat psychiatry physician or nurse in the emergency room, um, that's the label that they'll assign you. Scientifically, I'm actually undermethylated and have a pyrrole disorder. So that's, that's the lab testing and, and, and that's involved in finding the nutrients that will help support you um, through your through your healing process. So um, being under methylated methylation, what that involves, it's used by your cells to turn off and on gene expression. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's used for it, it'll impact everything physiologically or psychologically in you, such as mood, your sleep, uh, your memory, or your concentration. So that's what methylation is all about. And you're either overmethylated or undermethylated. So for me, I'm undermethylated. So as a result, I take a, a natural product called SAMI, uh, as opposed to psychiatric medication that helps um, to um, balance my neurotransmitters in my brain. Now, pyral disorder that I also have um, is actually what that involves is um, a genetic aberration that you deplete for, it's used for, pyrroles are used for the synthesis of hemoglobin or red blood cells in your body. And um, when you have a pyrrole disorder, you, um, through that process and the excretion of pyrroles through your urine, they have an affinity for zinc and B6, two very important nutrients in your body um, that are so important for your health, but that genetic aberration depletes it from my body. So I will always have to be on zinc and vitamin B6 the rest of my life in order to correct that nutrient aberration that I have. So, um, and the other thing that I wanted to, wanted to say is that uh, one of the easiest things to treat, Dr. Walsh has said, is depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Some of the easiest things to treat uh, through advanced nutrient therapy. So uh, a little bit more challenging in cases of um, bipolar uh, or individuals with schizophrenia, but it, it can be done and I've seen it uh, firsthand. I'm a walking example of it. Mm -hmm. I'm a walking example of it. So yeah, there's, uh, you know, a lot more natural ways to address these issues. Um, and some people, you know what, they, they, you know, I, it's not that I'm opposed to psychiatric medication, sometimes there's needed, 
because we allow ourselves as particularly as human beings to get ourselves into states of crisis. And um, those types of medications are needed in order to calm the individual down so it can, um, you know, they can get on a journey of healing. But where I find, um, you know, it falters is that um, you're on this medication, prescription medication for life, and the side effects can be horrendous. And I think that's why people, um, especially individuals diagnosed with those conditions, have a difficult time staying on their medications for that reason. But um, I love individuals that have been uh, so-called labeled schizophrenia because I figure they have one one foot on the earth plane and one and their head in the heavens and they're just the most amazing gifted individuals that I've ever met in my entire life yeah amazing. I agree I've worked with quite a few as a psychic you know you get a lot of people who come in and are challenged in those areas and they're always just incredible people and um, you're definitely lighten me up because um i also um have a methylation challenge i mean that's been my challenge as well so i'm when when you guys hear out there in the audience mthfr mm -hmm. you hear about methylation so i'm compound heterozygous mthfr and so um like you i'm under methylated and and i have this very complex genetic system where it's really tricky i have to trick my body quite often to not know what it's doing because I have, and I, I'm sure you've seen this and maybe you have this within yourself, Danae, but it's like, I have some genetic mutations that do one thing and others that do the opposite. So it's like, well, you can't really have green tea, but then this other thing needs the green tea. So you're kind of always like, whatever it is, you're having to trick it. Um, and methylation is tricky because like for me, I can't just take folate. It doesn't, it's too much. And that's actually what creates emotional stress for me. Absolutely. Um, I'm under methylated, over methylated. So I tend to overdo my body. Um, and so it's really potent when you learn this information, isn't it? Because oh. just in diet alone, mm -hmm. I've been able to eliminate all sorts of symptoms. I've cured my Hashimoto's. I've eliminated my neurological symptoms um, you know, any of my mood swings and all of the things that were going on with my physical body, just poof, you know, it's like, it's amazing. Just like you said, it really does, it does shift things really quickly when you understand the body. And it reminds me of the Dalai Lama, you know, he always said in all the teachings, he would say, you know, you have to understand science in order to understand the nature of reality. He would always talk about, you know, in, in Buddhism, you're trying to reach, you know, this, this clear light mind or this ability to see reality for what it really is. But he said, you could never understand that unless you understand science. And wouldn't you agree, Danae, that like, that's exactly, you have to understand how the body works in order to support it naturally. Like that's, Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's a, that's a key factor because your diet, like you said, in the impact that it had on you, for example, an individual that has a meta metal metabolism issue, like they're on uh, copper toxic, you know, um, in things like chocolate contain high levels of chocolate, those poor people, yeah. <laughs> not recommended that they have chocolate. <laughs> especially yeah. during PMS or their monthly cycles that it can hugely impact. 
So yes, diet has a huge, but yes, understanding um, the science. And I think, and I think that's the one thing uh, when it comes to brain health and mental wellness. It wasn't until I learned about Dr. Walsh's work and, and advanced nutrient therapy that I really understood how neurotransmitters worked and, and, and nutrients really worked in, in, in the body in order to, um, you know, assist in, in uh, making sure that the, those neurotransmitters in your brain function at optimal capacity. So, you know, it just, um, understanding science is, is vital. And um, that's what, in my educational consulting, that's what I do to assist people through that process. Because often they can go to these physicians and the time, their time is limited with them and they don't get the full explanations mm -hmm. on what is really going on. And that's when, why I decided to come up with this educational work with me concept um, to help them through this journey. And hopefully through this process, as I learn a little bit more about technology, um, I'll be able to do a little bit more podcasts and Zoom programs to uh, be able to support individuals um, through that journey and process. Yeah, because there's not enough information. I mean, there's no. a lot of information, but you really have to go look for it. And obviously, there's some information that we can't get in the mainstream right now. So it, it's a tricky business. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to neurotransmitters, I think if I've seen anything, you know, when I do an oat test, which is an organic acids yeah. test with my patients, I, I don't even know somebody who has proper neurotransmitter. I mean, if they're always burnout, it seems like we live in the world of burning out our neurotransmitters. <laughs> Have you seen that too? I mean, is that absolutely. Crazy? Well, and, 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 you know, when, as Dr. Walsh in his research, research says, you know, your biochemistry is determined at conception. So who we should be educating and working with are, are, are women of childbearing age or that are planning to have families. So they get themselves well prior to conceiving. I mean, that's a, a whole other area that you can work with in order to um, encourage the upcoming generations that they um, be born with more healthier functioning neurotransmitters. I mean, that's, that's the key is prevention. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it, uh, it's a process and it takes time. I've been on this journey for over 25 years and uh, I keep learning every day. You know, there's always new protocols and new lab tests that are coming out, uh, new discoveries. Um, I know Dr. Walsh just released a paper a few years ago uh, talking about um, the reason, you know, more uh, information with regards to individuals uh, diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So there's just always something on the horizon. And that's what makes science exciting, in my opinion. You know, there's always change and and discovery uh, to new and, and better ways and, and different different approaches to treatment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's like not only new stuff, but in, in the world of quantum science and mm -hmm. what they're doing with, you know, the in the biohacking community with our cells and how to transform our bodies. I mean, the, the thing that always sticks out to me that's most profound is that our bodies were meant to, to last 180 years. Like when you think of like an appliance that has a lifespan, 
if you take care of it, right? Mm -hmm. If we took care of these bodies in our environment, we can live to be 180. Just thinking about that. And I think we're headed there. Don't you? I mean, I think we're headed into this space where we can transform our structures and live very long. Well, I've even told my children I'm going to haunt them for hundreds of years. So So I I believe we are coming into that time of of transformation. Yes, definitely. And, And who knew that 2020 would be that the beginning time of that vision of 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 that trend of that huge transformation i knew like spirit had told me in my probably 20s that this was going to happen in my lifetime and and it was going to happen in my sixth decade of life i knew that i just didn't know how it was going to happen i knew there was going to be huge change on the planet but um so there are exciting times ahead um you know grounding yourself and and uh keeping yourself well um you know especially uh brain health and mental wellness which unfortunately is on the rise and it's been my experience that there isn't a lot of help within um the community setting necessarily Um, And it's difficult. People have a hard time reaching out and finding those services that are available to them. So hopefully through uh, this broadcast and through, um, you know, interconnections, we'll be able to get this information out because it's not well known about. Mm -hmm. Um, Big Pharma has always had, you know, nutraceuticals can't be patented. So Big Pharma can't make huge dollars. Um, they're billions of dollars on this type of treatment program. So that's why it's it's not well known, you know, and it's not taught in our 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 medical schools and nursing schools. It's not taught. And uh, the only way uh, in my vision is is to get this information out because it is available. Have two doctors in Canada that uh, I'm working with um, because again, uh, you have a lot more access to more advanced healthcare in in the states. In Canada, we're a little bit, yeah, we're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah, so hopefully through this process of education and and collaboration, um, that we can um, you know make leaps and bounds in the in the recovery of of mental health issues. Absolutely. Well, and. And I hope that, you know, I think, I hope and think that we will continue to collaborate as well, because there's a lot of work to be done in this area. And I, I feel like, you know, it takes all of us to step up and support the education of this, you know, teaching people this information and how to transform your structures. And there's not many doing it, you know, there's not many Mm -hmm. doing it. Um, You know, one of my favorite shamans is Alberto Villoto, and he wrote a book, um, The Heart of the Shaman, but he talks about how to grow a new body. And that's a huge part of the work that he's doing right now. You know, our entire body regenerates in one year. So if you think about it, if you change your ways, um, your diet and your life, and I'm living proof, if you saw a before picture and an after picture of me over the last decade, you wouldn't, I, I look like 20 years younger than I did 10 years ago. And um, wow. I'm a hundred pounds lighter. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with like a diet. It had to do with understanding my body, doing the inner work 
and coming out of it. And I know that that's what you've done as well. So I hope you come back because I, I feel like we have a lot we could talk about and share. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure um, being on your program and being able to share this information. Um, yes, I would, I would love that invitation to come back and work with you. Um, I, there's so much work to do in, in this area of healthcare. And uh, it's probably one of the most um, not paid attention to uh, areas of healthcare. And yet it's the mainframe computer of our entire body. And so when this functions well, guess what? The rest of your body functions well. And um, I, I, I think that's, um, you know, um, being in dentistry, it's always been my focus above the neck. Unfortunately, medicine has cut the neck, <laughs> cut the neck off from the rest of the body. So um, yeah, so it, uh, it would be a pleasure to uh, be on your program again and, and share some more information. I would love it. I think there's lots to talk about. And before we do close, I want to give you some space to share how people can connect with you, what you're offering right now, okay. um, just so that they can find you and, and if they want the help and the support, what they need to do. Okay. Well, I, um, of course, they can reach out to my website and um, they can email me. Uh, they can send me an email from my um, website. I also have started a newsletter. Uh, this month is April. April is Dental Health Month, believe it or not. So um, I did a complimentary newsletter that's posted on my website uh, about um, the oral care if you're on prescription uh, medications for brain health and mental wellness. Um, to ease the um, discomfort that can occur because of those medications. And uh, so they can sign up on the Dandelion Tribe onto my newsletter, subscribe for that. And uh, the if they do, I would like to offer uh, Dr. Walsh's book to the 61st person that signs up through your program uh, as a gift, as my, uh, as my gift to them. Um, this is an excellent book. For some people, it's a little bit scientific. Um, and so, uh, but it's an excellent resource. Uh, the book that Dr. Walsh has written on advanced nutrient therapy. So, and um, my offerings include um, uh, consultations uh, to assist them through this uh, process and journey. Uh, they can get that information off my web website of what all my services entail. I'm also offering energy healing. Uh, I've been doing energy healing since 2007. And uh, yeah, I've done reflexology, massage, uh, besides uh, doing, uh, doing the oral stuff. And uh, I, uh, so I've decided to offer that as well. And um, this beginning in May, I'm going to be um, doing a purple ribbon campaign mm. in memory of my mom. I've set up the Patricia Alaska Healing Foundation, which is a nonprofit to uh, assist individuals with the diagnostics of lab and things like that for advanced nutrient therapy uh, for those on a, on a minimal uh, income. So um, they can apply uh, for assistance, financial assistance through that program. And we hope to be able to help individuals that uh, cannot afford 
all the labs to be done for advanced nutrient therapy. And it's not outrageous, you know, I mean, labs to get the blood work done might be about anywhere between three and $500 Canadian. So, um, you know, it's not exponential for having this type of, of work done. Uh, some people can have it covered through their um, extended health benefits. But uh, yeah, so those are the offerings that I have on my website. And uh, yeah, sign up for my newsletter. I hope to uh, publish information on uh, this uh, educational aspect and approach to uh, mental health and wellness. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Danae. This has really been incredible. And this is just the beginning, I feel. And I look forward to staying connected with you. And thank you to everybody who's been watching today. I'm sure you're going to have questions. We do have our Buddhist Biohacker Forum in the Ajatakasha social media app. I can never say that all at once. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Social media. <laughs> Um, so please, we do have our own social media. It is free of algorithms and tracing and censorship and all those things. So come join us over there. It's a free community. It's free to download and, and join. If you haven't subscribed to Buddhist Biohacker, please do that as well. Um, when you go into Ajata Casa, just follow the Buddhist Biohacker group and we can keep this conversation going in there. I would love that um, because I'm sure there's lots of questions. There's a lot to talk about. When you talk about methylation, that alone could be just days and days and days and days of discussion. So yeah. anyway, Absolutely. so yeah, thank you again. And thank you to everybody out there. Mm -hmm. And um, we will see you guys. We're going to be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. for just a special show about how to get laser focused with your spiritual business. So we're going to switch it up tomorrow. So thank you, Danae, so much. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Thanks, everybody.